Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to GameWare Express's 2015 Game of the Year Award Show. My name is Adam Arinder, and I am joined with the whole cast of crew. Stephen Martin. Hello. Neil Bonham. Hello, hello. And Vaughn Venters. Woo. This is our third one of these guys. I can't believe in the same cast as last year's. Nice. So I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. Another great year of games. We're here to celebrate those. This isn't one of our normally uh, scheduled shows, I guess. No episode number. We're strictly here to talk game of the year. And I'd say we had a pretty exciting year for games this year. Would y'all agree? It's okay. It's just okay. What a great year. (laughs) (laughs) No, I had some great experiences, but um, I feel like a lot of the games that we're filling this year that we were really excited for. A lot of them got pushed to next year. Yeah. Which means making 2016 great, almost greater than 2015. Yep. That happened last year, I think. I think so. Yeah. Well, most of 2014 was so dull because most of it got pushed back into 2015. So the cycle just continues. But yeah, we're here to first, well, we're here to talk about games of this year, but we're going to go in the usual order we do for the show, where we first start with our retro game of the year. Because, you know, we a game where we sell old games, we sell new games, we sell all the games. So, Steven. Why are you going to start with me on the retro? I thought that the, this category was favorite game that didn't come out this year. And basically. Okay. Because you're the oldest. I called it retro, right, but I mean, retro. it doesn't have to come out like the 80s. Yeah. It had to come out last year. Okay. So, <laughs> so my, yeah, your favorite game that did not come out in 2015. My favorite game that did not come out in 2015 is Frequency for PS4. Or, I'm sorry, Amplitude. <laughs> Amplitude. I've already screwed that up. So that, that game actually comes out next year but <laughs> very soon next year it comes out like uh, in j- the first week of january it does and some lucky people that maybe kickstarted this thing uh on kickstarter actually get it even sooner that's right in fact by the time this thing is live that you can actually listen to this with your ears some people will be playing it already that's true including probably me or you <laughs> um so i mean amplitude for me it's like what amplitude and frequency should be mm-hmm. uh t- you know 15 years later Graphically, uh, it, it does interesting things. Uh, the music's a little different because they didn't have, they don't have any money, right? Whoops, they don't have any <laughs> they music. really don't have money. Make money. most of the the songs uh, themselves. But I, this was my most played game at E3. I just kept going mm-hmm. back to this, back to this. And and Rock Band Four was at E3, and we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rock Band Four was at E3, but I didn't keep going back to that. You know, I played it a few times. I was like, ah, that's okay. That's it's, well, rock it's just more Rock Band. Yeah, it's just more Rock Band. So, but Amplitude, I just didn't want to stop. I didn't want to stop. And then uh, just this week, they've announced a new mode, Ooh. which is the frequency mode, yeah. which gives us the tunnel. Yeah. Sweet. So uh, that's maybe breaking the rules of what, what the what's your favorite game of this year that did not come out this year. <laughs> Fair enough. But I have played it. Yeah. And I have extensive history with that franchise. You're just in the future. I'm, it's, 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 I flipped it. <laughs> I flipped the question right on top of it. And you used to play I used to play it. Yeah. And I, I probably still will. <laughs> we used to play it so much. That's all right. We'll see later in the show. A lot of our um, our listener contributions and emails and speak pipes are a little bending the rules a little bit. I so like that. We'll get to those a little later. <laughs> the rules are meant to be broken. Otherwise, why would we have them? It's just, it's just to me, it's easier to say retro game of the year rather yeah. than what's retro. your favorite game this year that didn't, that didn't come, come out, out this, this year? year. <laughs> well, that makes a lot more sense. What's yeah. my favorite retro <laughs> game this year? I don't know. DDR? That's a good game. That's a good game. Yeah, it is <laughs> a good game. I always love that game. Neil, what about you? Um, so I really love the fact that I finally got to play Journey. Yeah, okay. I absolutely was amazed by my experience with that game. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I've still only played it once, but uh, I, like I, I, I do want to go back to it. Mm-hmm. 
I, I was very, very happy to finally. Well, you know, like I had mentioned before, I downloaded it. But, yeah. Are you um, did you play it on PS3 or PS4? PS4. Oh, so, so you got it. Stunning 1080p, 60 frames per second. Yeah. What was it? Like it was. I guess it was a little different. You coming into it a little later because when I first played it, when it came out, I had no idea those were actual people. That you got paired up with. I didn't really either. Oh, really? Yeah. Until you get to the end and it shows all of their like, camera just, tags with their little like scarf symbol. No, it was like pretty much a few minutes into playing with the first person. Because I was like, oh, AI, this AI is going everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But then, was, but then it started making sense. Like, well, this this doesn't this isn't really acting like AI. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I got you. That makes sense. Yeah, I love Journey. It's gorgeous. That 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 scene where you're like surfing on the sand dunes and the camera pans. Mm-hmm. It's just like, this. yeah, that's so good. And you see the... like things shooting across the mm-hmm. sky yeah no they, it was just an awesome experience and that won a few game of the years the year it came out uh, was that 2013 i believe 2012 i don't know story checks out <laughs> vaughn 2012 vaughn shovel knights shovel knights more specifically plague of shadows because that was the expansion that came out this year okay it's te- it was technically new but all the levels were still the same so uh, you were playing as Plague Knight, which I found to be a lot better than playing as Shovel Knight, just because you had a projectile weapon that you can use, mm-hmm. and the jumps were better. Right, right, right. And the story was changed to alter Plague Knight, and it was really good to like relive that sort of like realm again, and like having like a nice 2D platformer that wasn't Mario, and mm-hmm. wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. I I, generally, I genuinely had a lot of fun playing that game again. Definitely, it was my game of the year last year. Yeah, so it's a good one. It's definitely a good one. Okay, so for my uh, I guess retro game of the year is a game I'm still currently playing through that I haven't been able to put down in the past couple weeks. So if you've heard the last few episodes of our show, uh, it's Fire Emblem Awakening. I'm still so mad at myself that I missed playing this three years ago when you it came be. out. <laughs> God, it's so good. It is so good. And it's like perfect timing, I guess, with Fates coming out in February. You're going to be like so Fire Emblem. No, at this point, I'm doing every fucking little like side quest and like bullshit easy, like when the Risen just pop up on your map, just so I can keep playing. I don't want this game to end. So I don't don't think I'm going to be Fire Emblemed out. I might, because the new one is like Pokemon Red and Blue and Yellow all in one. (laughs) So I got to play two games in DLC, but I don't don't think I'm going to. I don't think I'm going to get tired of this one. I'm super excited about it. You're not going to get burned out. <sighs> God damn it, Neil. <laughs> but yeah, Fire Emblem's so good. I, I keep Before, I was just trying to focus on just getting through the missions and not having anyone die. Now I feel like I'm, a lot of my characters are really over-leveled, so I'm just tearing through missions. And now I'm just worried, working on matching people up and playing Dating Simulator, and then so I can have their kids to fight with me, too. It's just so addicting. Level it, 1 kids? No. Oh. They start usually level 10. Gotcha. <laughs> but it's just a new level of strategy because instead of like moving your like troops to go fight, you need to move them together where they can get their maximum like relationship built up too right. while fighting, right. while not dying. It's just so good. So I heard everyone telling me how good it was three years ago and I ignored them all. And I feel bad. And I'm sorry for all of you who told me how good it was. But if you're listening to this and you like strategy games and you have not played Fire Emblem Awakening, go do it right now you gotta listen to us more often man i will i will do that in the future we, we, we have good taste in games <laughs> i will do that in the future <laughs> i promise so we're gonna go to our first listener uh call in 
uh, speakpipe.com slash gameware express if you want to send in your game of the years for future episodes but first we're going to hear from shank and see what he liked uh this year that did not come out this year hey gameware express this is shank a longtime listener um my vote for game of the year is games that didn't really come out this year they're just games that i've been playing a lot which is uh, Mass Effect, well, the Mass Effect series, of course. I've said that before on the show. Um, but this year is actually going to Diablo 3. I got re-addicted to that game, and it's just great. Um, the new patches have really brought a lot to the game since, since its inception. And... Um, but I've also been enjoying Shovel Knight, which I actually found out about on the show. So, thank you for that. Alright, uh, that's my vote for 2015 Game of the Year. Y'all have a great one. Hope 2016 is even better. Thanks again for that call in, Shanks. So there you go, Vaughn. Another Shovel Knight Hell choice right yeah, there. yeah, Shovel Knight. And Diablo 3. I know, Steven, you played a lot of Diablo 3. Uh, yeah, I, that's, I, wanna, I actually want to play more of that. Because, you know, I've got it on my PS4, and I only mm-hmm. played it for, I don't know, like the first act. Right. And uh, I need to get back into that. I played it a little bit on PS4, but stopped. But I almost bought it on my PC, just because I feel like I'd play it more, because I've been playing a lot more on my PC lately. Yeah. And that, I guess, where is where it started. Yeah, I played a lot as one character, but I'd love to go back and play as another. Right. You have it on PS4? Mm-hmm. Well, we should do this. We'll and do I think it. I said that like last year for both of y'all, and we, we, none of us played this game. So before we get into our top five for 2015, we're going to take another call. This one comes in from Brandon, a friend of the show over at the Lilla Jolly Gamer Show. He sent us in a very nicely produced call. So take it away, Brandon. What's up, Gameware crew? It's Brandon Jolly here to give you my top five games of 2015. Coming in at number five is Super Mario Maker for the Wii U. It's fun for the whole family, it's fun with friends, and it's fun by yourself. It's a lot of fun to create levels and play levels that other people made. Uh, for me, the reason it takes the number five slot instead of any higher is because when I create levels, I find myself getting a little distracted, and it takes me a long time to make levels, and I just can never be satisfied until it's absolutely perfect. Hey, but uh, you know, it's not my cup of tea, but it could be someone else's. Uh, I'm more of uh, I'm more into playing other people's levels. So uh, it could possibly be the best side-scrolling Super Mario game of all time because literally you can make it that way. You can literally make every level from past Mario games. So that's really cool. Coming in at number four, another Wii U game, Splatoon. Splatoon is so much fun and is hands down one of my favorite shooters of all time. Uh, it's really fresh, frantic, and it's friggin' fun. It's uh, it's colorful and it just, it's really pleasing on the eyes, 60 frames per second, locked in, 100% of the time, I never have any lag issues, and it just is so pleasing to the eye. And uh, the territory control-based gameplay, I mean, it's very strategic, yet it, it's simple. You can run around, and you're just covering territory, you can shoot your gun anywhere. And I like being more um, open about shooting around anywhere than actually, you know, fighting other people. And uh, a lot of people are really upset that there's no voice chat in this game, but sometimes I prefer it that way. If you don't have any people talking to Smack and, you know, just really bothering you like you would with Call of Duty or something like that. Uh, But my biggest complaint with the whole game is actually the map rotation, is that sometimes I'll find a map that I really enjoy, and I'll have to wait, like, forever for it to come back in the rotation. 
but it, it's a minor complaint because all the levels, you know, it, you only have about three minutes to play the levels anyway, so totally minor complaint. Uh, hands down, one of the best games on the Wii U to date. Um, and plus, uh, I don't know about y'all, I don't know if I'm a kid or a squid or I don't know what's going on. Coming in at number three is going to be Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, I played it on the PS4. Uh, I don't know if there's any difference between that and the Xbox One. Um, this is hands down the best Metal Gear Solid game I've ever played. Um, the only bad thing about this one is it's kind of half-baked. Uh, the game, you can tell, wasn't finished, and it's obvious why it wasn't with the whole Kojima-Konami fiasco going on. But this Metal Gear game, uh, convoluted story aside, every Metal Gear has a convoluted story, uh, it's just a lot of fun gameplay-wise, perfect controls almost. Uh, there's really not much else you can say other than, you know, tactical espionage. It is what it is. Uh, but I just feel like it could have been so much more. But what I did get from it, I, I really enjoyed. And it's hands down the best Metal Gear Solid game, in my opinion. Coming in at number two is a sleeper hit, in my opinion. I, this came out of nowhere. Rocket League. This game is so much fun. And that is the key word here fun that's what games are supposed to be is fun and what makes it so fun is that it's so simple it's literally two goals a ball and cars it's it's soccer with cars who who thinks of that that's genius but you can play you know multiplayer with your friends it's the perfect game to just hop in hop out you don't have to prepare a lot of stuff me and my friends usually play a lot of games that you know take a lot of preparation and we have to schedule our times to be together to play but this is total drop in drop out it can be couch co-op if you wanted to. This game came out of nowhere, and I love it. And the best part about this is that this game was free for PlayStation Plus users, which I am, so I got it for free. And not to mention um, the DLC that's always constantly coming. You can drive the friggin' DeLorean from Back to the Future. Is that not enough reason to buy this game? And, I mean, you can play Sweet Tooth. I absolutely love Sweet Tooth's ice cream truck. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But, um, yeah, it's, it's friggin' fun. And last but not least, my number one. Now, I hate to sound like a broken record, but Fallout 4 is going to secure my number one spot for the games of 2015. Uh, It was my most anticipated game, and I I am a little biased with it because I do have some sentimental value with Fallout as a franchise. Um, It's one game that um, me and my girlfriend play together that, um, you know, it's something that I got her into playing video games a lot was through Fallout, and she absolutely loves the universe that it's set in, as do I. Um, But Fallout 4 is not a perfect game, don't get me wrong. Uh, A lot of people actually were upset with it uh, or disappointed. Um, I'm not really disappointed in it. I just feel like Bethesda kind of played all their cards pretty early uh, through all the, the media events. Because almost everything in the game was, other than the main quest storyline, was pretty much shown at all these different press events. You know, the um, the gunplay, the the big changes in the dialogue system, the settlement development, um, all that stuff was shown at all these press events. So by the time I finally got my hands on the game, it was it wasn't a surprise anymore. It was just me finally getting my hands on the tools I've been wanting to play. Uh, but the biggest thing about Fallout 4 that makes it my my top is that it's pretty much Fallout 3, but better. I mean, it's everything Fallout 3 was, except the gunplay is one of the biggest things that is a mechanical change for me, is that it, it almost has a Destiny feel to it. The, uh, the gunplay feels so right compared to you know New Vegas and Fallout 3's you know, really 
almost shoddily assembled gunplay system. I don't even find myself using the, the VATS mode in Fallout 4 nearly as much as I did in the last couple games. Uh, and as far as the story goes, the story is actually pretty interesting. I kind of I kind of theorized and crafted it and figured it all out before I even played the game. But Fallout 4, you know, I spent I don't know how many hours playing the game already. Over Literally over five days. So, like, my save file says five days on it. So it's pretty ridiculous. I'm really enjoying it to this day. And I cannot wait to hear y'all's personal top five games of 2015 and also i didn't get to say congratulations on y'all's 100th episode but thank you for keeping me entertained i hope all y'all have a merry christmas and i will see you guys in 2016 thanks again for sending that in brandon so yeah that was his top five fallout 4 taking it for game of the year for him i don't know if we'll be hearing that some of in some of our lists but i guess we'll find out right now steven what we're going to start, uh, tell me five through two. We'll okay. save game of the year. We'll, we'll save game of the year for a little so, bit later. So start with five, go to two. My number five is actually a tie. Whoa. Whoa. Isn't man, that crazy? breaking all the rules it's a this tie. year. But, and, and I think one could have edged the other one out if I'd actually played it more. Okay. But they're both from Nintendo. Okay. And they both kind of like allow you to kind of create things, create or customize. <laughs> I don't know. So it, number five is tied at Super Mario Maker. Um, Mostly because of the Super Mario World tile set. If you put the Super Mario World tile set in anything, I'm really going to love that. I don't care what it is. <laughs> it can be like stamps to put on letters to send to your friends. I don't, and if they had that, why, why aren't there Super Mario actual stamps? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and then also Badge Arcade, which is a free download. <laughs> so Nintendo's really coming at you know two fronts of customization, making things, making a game the way you want to make it, but also customizing you know your home screen and your 3DS, however you like. Badger Arcade is brilliant. I, I think so. Renee is completely addicted to this thing. She's, <laughs> she spent like twenty dollars, real money, wow, on Badge Arcade. And I've just been doing the the you know once a day you try to get a free play by doing a practice <laughs> by doing a practice. Uh, basically, it's a UFO crane catcher game, right? Okay, okay. So have you played this at all? No. It, oh my god, you're missing out. Is this the one that's free to start? It's free to start. <laughs> It's free to play. Every day you can get a free pool on this thing. And there's like thousands of these badges and they rotate. You know, there's there's probably about 10 sets, like 10 machines a day that you can play at. And each machine has, I don't know, five to seven badges inside of it. And you just try to knock them over into the hole. You try to pick them up. It's great. It's pointless, too, because you don't do anything with these badges other than customize your home screen. Oh, so yeah. it's not like stamps in Mario 3D World or anything? Not just really. Just some badges? Yeah, not really. You just, so. you just put Pokemon on your Pokemon-themed 3DS. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go. I'm gonna forget about those because, uh, you know, they're great games. I don't have anything more to say about them. Uh, but number four is, is Rock Band 4. Okay. And I actually picked that because it just has the number four in it. I needed a game that had the number four, <laughs> and I couldn't find This was like the year of five or the year of ten. Like a lot of X's and fives, not, not very many fours. So I just wanted something to match up with number four. Rock Band 4 is exactly what I wanted it to be. But also, at the same time, like almost nothing what I want it to be. Yeah. Um, but it's still not the most disappointing. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's what I asked for. You know, I wanted yeah. like a rock band that played like rock band with my old songs. And it's got some of those. It's got a lot of my old songs. In there. Right. They're working on that. Um, and it sort of works, at least in my house. I don't know about your house. Every time we play, it seems it's, to... I have a, I'm still having those crashing issues. It seems to crash a lot. Which um, unfortunately crashed out of my top five. So. Right. Dang. Right. That's pretty good. Um, 
And it doesn't have a lot of customization features, but I don't know. I never really messed around with Rock Band. Ooh, like Rock Band 2. I probably have just as much time as a character was, creator yeah, than actually know, playing the damn game. I know you were big into that. Especially, I really did enjoy from Rock Band 2, like making your own album artwork or making your own. Definitely. Like, those, those were cool. But I mean, it's just Rock Band. And the mm-hmm. I will say the hardware is, from in my opinion, the best that Improved. they've made. Correct. You know? Yeah, I agree. It's, it's the best guitar controller that they've made, the best drums they've made. And I guess the microphone's okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, to what they do with that in the future. They're going to continue to improve, and they already have. You know? yeah. They've been putting out free updates. and I haven't messed around with the, um, that crazy mode where you can't see the notes, but I don't think uh, I've enjoyed brutal that. Mode. Yeah, brutal mode. Um, number three uh, is Rocket League. Rocket yeah. League is like the only game uh, that's gotten me into some kind of like multiplayer, re- regular playing online, right? Because mm-hmm. I've never actually played Rocket League offline. Right. I've only pl- I've, besides the practice stuff, you For know. Sure. I've only played with random people I don't know, and um, I love that game. Mm-hmm. I just I played it for hours and hours and days and days and weeks and weeks. And the fact that that was free for most people on Plus. I mean, I know the PC version you had to pay for, it, but, um, but still incredible. Uh, and then my number two game is a complete uh, you know surprise for me at least um, because it's from a developer that's never made a game before. <laughs> And it's the only game that I, in the past five years, have probably started and finished in one day, and that's until dawn. Phenomenal. I cannot wait to see more from them. Yeah. And it, it fits that kind of that mold, that genre of games that I love. Mm-hmm. You know, in the past, it was um, something like uh, Beyond Two Souls, which I think was yeah. on my list maybe last year. Uh, and Until Dawn's really like the best of that style game I've played. Cheesy writing aside and characters that you I think the hate. cheesy writing aside made it more endearing. I think it kind of fit too. that genre of like the, yeah. the campy teenage slasher it's flick. Exactly what you would want in that kind of story. I don't need like smart characters that no. do smart things. You know, I need stupid characters. So. Exactly. Yeah, Until Dawn was great. It really was. Complete surprise. Like, did not expect that. For sure. All right, Neil. Number five. Number five. So uh, this is a sequel to a game that was in my top five last year. Okay. Well, I guess not sequel, but Wolfenstein The Old Blood. Okay. So kind of a standalone yeah. expansion, extra story kind of thing. All right. Right. Um, it, it was awesome. Uh, I think it definitely capitalized on what made the New Order so good, and it just kept the feel of the game. They didn't change much, and... Uh, a lot of it was just more fun, uh, adding in a lot more sneaking elements, which I love, stealth combat games, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just, there really was no flaw in that game. It it ran smooth, it was fun. I mean, that's pretty much what my top five is this year, was <laughs> they were all just really fun. Yeah, no, for and, sure. Um, yeah, it even had an awesome story, you know, going into Castle Wolfenstein mm-hmm. and, you know, infiltrating it. And I love the throwback nightmare levels where it was new graphics and gun, but, or your gun was new graphics, but everything mm-hmm. else was old Wolfenstein PC look. It, it, yeah. Just awesome. I, I had a ton of fun with that game and loved every moment of it. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Number, number four. Uh, goes to another expansion. Oh, Destiny: The Taken King. Wow, that's all the way at four. I'm actually a little surprised. Yes, it is. Um, mainly because I still love it. It's the game I've played the most this year. But I just feel like since Destiny was my game of the year last year, mm-hmm. um, 
it, this is just kind of like keeping it in the top five is enough. <laughs> I feel you. No, yeah, for um, sure. Especially since it's not technically a new game. It is an expansion, but they did evolve. They, it changed the, so much. Yeah, that... they evolved the series so much, and I love them going to the new live events. Like, Sparrow Racing is so much fun. The Halloween thing was cool, but... Um, you know, you can tell they're already getting better at their timed events. I'm excited to see what we'll have in 2016. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I have fallen off of playing it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I guess that's why it can't really be my game of the year. I feel um, you. But yeah, definitely still fun. Yeah. Far more. Yeah, still. Our, our our clan is still building. Yeah. You know, our, you know if so, you're, if so you're holding out on Destiny because you heard all the negative things about it and you haven't played yet, for 60 bucks, or pro- you can probably get it for even cheaper now. The whole yeah. Taken King disc with all the, the extra content mm-hmm. plus the original game is totally worth it now, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, number three goes to Rocket League. Yeah. Game I was very, very pumped for. Uh, could not wait for this game to come out, and it definitely lived up to expectations that I had for it. Um, I'd never heard of it until you were like praising it before I went to E3. Yeah, I just saw E3. I just saw gifts of it on Reddit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I hadn't even, I'd never heard of the game. I just saw it. I was like, this is, this looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for this to come out. And yeah, I mean, just you know, like Steven said, there's not many multiplayer games I get into, but that one was just so much fun to play multiplayer. Um, it's one of those few games where I couldn't care less if I win or lose. It's just so fun to play and. Most of the time when you lose, it's last second and just makes it that much more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even just the community around it is great. Um, just with something like Destiny, there's so many people like posting their awesome shots and stuff I'll never be able to pull yeah, exactly. off. And stuff they'll probably never be able to pull <laughs> off again either. And the additions to that game too with the hockey and... You know, the, the mutation. I haven't bought the, the DLC yet, but I already know it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, there, there's no doubting that. And just coming, uh, it, it makes me really sad I didn't play more indie games this year. Yeah, because um, I, I know there way. was a lot of good indie games I missed out on. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really glad I got to experience Rocket League. And um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what the future holds for that game and that company. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and number two. Goes to another game I've just had so much fun with because they fixed so many things I didn't like about the series, and that's Fallout 4. Yeah. Um, I've I've had my fair share of problems, as you all know on the show, where I cannot fast travel and <laughs> all this kind of stuff, but um, I just love it. The, the, the simulation of being able to build. I mean, I have like a four-story tower and sanctuary now. That's so <laughs> it's just cool being able to do stuff like that, and I just love the atmosphere of the game. And, um, the you know, the story's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, weapon modding and everything is really fun, too. Mm-hmm. I, I really love being able to um, go off and do kind of my thing without it affecting much in the game. Like in 3, you had the whole karma system, so it's like if you went evil, you were evil. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't do good things, but this kind of gives you the freedom to, you know, branch off. And it's like, yeah, I want to be assholes to these people, but nice not, to these not, th- not these people. Exactly. Um, and th- and there's a, a really good sense of connection with a lot of the companions you get in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dog meat is just awesome. <laughs> uh, but even people like Piper and McCready, I, I really started to like, and it was really hard to just not play with them. Um, but yeah. So I guess that would be my five through two. Excellent. Good choices. Thank you. Vaughn, 
Usually for my top five, it's just like loaded with Nintendo, but that is actually not the case this year. Whoa, <laughs> no, okay. It's actually quite a few like PC stuff. So yeah. Like number five starts out with Ori and the Blind Forest. Ooh, that's a good one. And, and what makes that game really good, in my opinion, is basically everything. Like it's got really awesome dynamic platforming gameplay. It's got really good music. The art for it is absolutely phenomenal. And it's got a good story behind it. It's okay. like one of the main things that I like about all of these games like coming up in it in 2015. It's just it's a really good game. It's one of the biggest platformers I've ever played and I encourage everyone to play it. I don't know if any of you guys have loaded it up, tried it out. I haven't yet. It's on my to-do list. It's on one of my lists. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much part of my uh what I want to play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's a really good game. I I highly recommend it. Cool. Number four is a mixture of two games. I'm sure you already know what it is, but it's Five Nights at Freddy's 3 and 4. Yeah. <laughs> Continuing off from what Scott Cawthon did last year with 1 and 2, he successfully released four games in less than a year. That's insane. <laughs> that is that is insane. Well, not released, but he made four games in less than a year. Mm -hmm. I think 4 was released a little after the August mark. I don't remember, though. It, it was very close, because it was originally supposed to come out on Halloween, and then, as he traditionally does, he's like, ah, it's live now. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three wasn't really as difficult as the first two games. No, because I actually beat three. <laughs> but four capitalized on what made the game scary in the first place. Mm -hmm. Because, like, he changed the story to where you're a kid in a house. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, super dark, and you don't have any cameras. It's just you in your room. And that's what makes it so terrifying, is someplace like your room is supposed to be your safe space, even as a kid. So yep. the fact that that's where the game takes place even adds to that terrifying factor, in my opinion. Indeed. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. One thing that was disappointing is that there was no way to check underneath the bed. I wish Scott added something to where, yeah. like, hey, yo, there's something underneath your bed. Mm -hmm. That way you had to worry about the two doors, the closet, and under and over the bed. Exactly. But, you know, we can't be that evil. Right. Calm down there, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three, I wanted this game to be the best it could be, and I wanted it to be Game of the Year, but sadly I had to knock it down, and that was Super Mario Maker, <laughs> mainly because the internet is just full of trolls, mm -hmm. and that's what, it, that's what it boils down to. Like Once you leave something in the hands of trolls, you're going to be left with absolute shit. And it's interesting that basing your criteria around this game is so dependent on other people, on the internet, but this whole game is basically that, is user-created content. And if, if the users are, like you said, a bunch of trolls, that could deter or decrease your enjoyment of the game. Yep. It, like, during the first week that it came out, it was absolutely amazing. It was the best Mario game I could have actually, like, played. I would have wanted to play this for forever. Mm -hmm. And now I'm only playing it, like, maybe, like, once a week. Mm. But during that first week, though, it was golden. I bet. Like... And then we had like a bunch of really good like level designers. Like the trolls were at a minimum because like most of them didn't have the game yet or mm -hmm. didn't want to buy it. But then they saw people playing it on stream. And I guess that's where everybody was like, "Oh, let me make these streamers play these terrible levels." Mm -hmm. ha, ha, I got the last laugh. Fuck you. <laughs> so you know what I gotta say? Fuck them. <laughs> but you know, uh, the community also has some good parts to it too. I know 
you know, Giant Bombs, Dan Reichert, and Patrick Klepek from Kotaku keep going back and forth, making levels for each other to the point where they even challenge each other and the loser to donate money to charity. So you that's see, like things that's, like that are super awesome. That's healthy. Right. That's actually nice. But, well, yeah, when you open a door and fall into spikes, yeah, that's super frustrating. Yep. And there's no way out of it, too. You're just committed to death. Exactly. Stupid. Like a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, w- I wish that game could have been better, but... I don't know. It's still really good, in my opinion. I still popping in my Wii U every now and again. Get some a little bit of enjoyment until I run into a series of bad levels, and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. Mm-hmm. Right, number two... Until dawn, good choice. Cause I like I, I I didn't even know like this kind of game like existed until Steven introduced me to Heavy Rain like a couple of years back, mm-hmm. and I've been addicted to these games ever since. I still want to play Beyond Two Souls, right? But I'm gonna wait till it'll get a physical copy release on PS4 for, for that. For sure. The the story was great. Like, the characters looked realistic enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you recognize some of the actors who were playing these characters. Yeah. The, the mocap and the face, the facial technology was really good. And the fact that you had so many choices just made that replay value, like, go up. It was, like, the little things, mm-hmm. but it was still, like, enough to where, like, you know, changed everything. No, I mean, yeah, I was watching a couple of friends of mine play it, and it was interesting seeing, like you said, the little things that didn't really affect the story... But how they were different in their playthrough versus mine. Right. So, yeah, Until Dawn is, is great, especially if you like to say that horror, that campy horror, you know, genre. I, I love horror stuff. For so, sure. As you've seen me play, like, Five Nights at Freddy's or, yeah. like, just go see horror movies. Exactly. I'm still a fan of the Saw series, even though I know everyone here is not. <laughs> I like the first two. I saw those. I didn't like the third one. but I saw all of them in the theaters. <laughs> but I'm... Um, t- so all right solid list for mine my number five might have been higher on my list had i played it more to be 100 percent honest but for number five i fallout four coming in i didn't get it as far in as neil but the beginning part that i played i absolutely loved i really wanted to get more into it the world just feels more alive there's more you can do between I i like the weapon customization, because I'm someone who has to go pick up every fan and every bottle and everything out in the wasteland. And now it's actually good for something, because you can scrap right. those parts and use them for, for weapon mods. And then I'm not as into like the base building mechanic, but I really do enjoy the, how they improve the shooting. And I actually kind of like that it's no longer the silent protagonist. Uh, I'm a little glad he's voiced and has a lot of inner monologue and have your dialogue options spoken out. I just wish you didn't have to download a mod to see exactly what you were going to say when you choose your option. Because sometimes you pick an option, and the, what he actually says sounds a little more condescending or a little like not exactly as you, what you were expecting, which kind of throws off the narrative or the immersion for me. But I really enjoyed that game, despite its flaws, and I hope to play more of it in the, in the coming months. Uh, coming in number four, same spot as Neil's, I have Destiny the Taken King. I, I got really, you know, obviously we're really into Destiny. And I kind of fell off of it for a couple of months. Around the same place, I fell off of Vanilla Destiny last year. But I, jumping back in, the improvements they made to that game, as I stated earlier, makes it totally worth it, in my opinion. Of course, your enjoyment is enhanced if you have people to regularly play with. Yeah. But it's still a fun shooter, even for 10 or 20 hours, with as much content as they have on it now. And who knows, maybe you'll find 
people to play with locally or online. So I love Destiny. It's really good. Uh, number three, I have Heroes of the Storm. My my first MOBA, MOBA for babies. Uh, officially came out this year, so I made my list. And I played it hard and heavy when it first came out. And uh, getting back into it now, I kind of took, again, a brief couple month hiatus like with Destiny. But the game is so addicting. And it's it started with Hearthstone last year and came into this, where now I'm starting to play more Blizzard games. I'm getting more interested in these characters and lore, which is just making me enjoy these games more. And Heroes of the Storm is really easy to pick up and get situated in, but if you really like focus and try, you can get really good at it. Very similar to Hearthstone, very similar to WoW, very similar to basically all of Blizzard's games, where it's a very easy learning curve, but it has that depth if you really want to look for it and work on it. And it's always fun to see you know, Arthas or Diablo riding a little unicorn pony. Uh, around the map, so I love seeing those mashups, and I'm a sucker for mashups. I love Super Smash Brothers and all those kind of crossover games because I like seeing characters that should not be, uh, you know, with each other interacting with each other, other uh, doing so. So here's the storm. I highly recommend it. It's free. Uh, number two, with almost the rest of the table, I have Until Dawn. Man, that game was so good. Odd man out over. Here. Odd man out over here, Neil. Did you play? <laughs> Sorry, it? Neil. I did not. You no. need, okay, I'll let you borrow my copy. Okay. It's so good, and I'd like to hear what your experience were, because the week or two after that game came out, it was so fun going to the store and talking to people like, so what happened to this? Did you lose this person? How many people did you get out? You know, mm -hmm. And just watching the twists and turns take place made that game so good, and I was not expecting it at all. It was a crappy little move game on PS3 that was jokingly called like Cabin in the Woods of the Game. And it turned out to be, you know, one of my favorite games of this year. Yep. <laughs> so it's just it's just so good. I, I enjoyed it so much. And I can't wait to see what this developer does next. I hope they don't like rush out like another one of these. I hope it's something different. But they'll probably just rush out another one of these because money. From but, what I saw in the production like videos in that game, it's like it's pretty much like making a movie. Yeah, like, no. It, it takes a really long time. I can imagine. Like, you can't rush and that. It's not a two hour movie, it's an eight hour game. So it's just more stuff you have to do with multiple branching choices. So some of these things they've filmed and written we'll never see. Which is kind of interesting in and of itself. So until dawn at number two. Which brings us to Game of the Year. We were, we're already about like mixing things up this this show this year. Usually, they they save game of the year for the end of the show, but no, no, no. This is not the end of the show. We're barely halfway there. But for, before we get to our list, <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I was agreeing. Uh, you were just like, nah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, it's true. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's okay. Before we get to our list, I figure we check our email, GameWorkExpress at gmail.com. We have uh, some people writing in with their game of the year. We'll start with uh, Gary. He's, uh, he wrote in saying, well, I can't pick any game of the year. I will say the game I have enjoyed the most this year is Ultra Street Fighter 4. Yes, the original version did come out in 2008, but the PS4 version of the uh, PS4 version of the latest iteration, Ultra, uh, came out uh, this year, and it was a monumental year for the franchise. The Street Fighter 4 series has influenced the way I play games from the first time I played it at Comic-Con in the summer of 2008. While I'd played Fighters before it, uh, it was this entry which helped propel me to the player I am today. It has shaped my view on how a game is built and balanced over time. It has changed my approach to other competitive games. 
While the Capcom Pro Tour this year, Street Fighter 4 had more entries in tournaments than any other year in its history. A fantastic way to send off a great series. Yes, it may not be a proper game of the year, but it was the game that had my attention for the most of 2015. I'm looking forward to Street Fighter 5 next year, but the 4th or 5th, if you're counting, will always have a special place. So yeah, while technically, did he, like you said, it did come out in 2008, it still came out this year on PS4. Yeah. And yep. it's still obviously going strong, like you said, with the Definitely most... Definitely a worthy choice. Yeah, the most uh, tournament entries. So thank you for sending that in, Gary. Uh, we have another one, but we'll kind of intermix it with ours. So Steven. Hello. Your game <laughs> of the year for 2015. Um, yeah, I guess it would have to be uh, Bloodborne. Yeah, okay, surprise, surprise. Bloodborne has perfect combat as far as like a, a not a character action game goes but um hello are you, am i there yeah you're right good now? so yeah I, the one thing that sets bloodborne apart from from the i guess other games in the souls franchise is just how on point the combat is mm-hmm. and um for me in a year where there really wasn't a great character action game like a bayonetta of last year mm-hmm. um bloodborne really did kind of fill that, that void um it didn't have the the world building of like a dark souls 1 but for me, it improved on what that team did with Dark Souls 2 in every aspect of the game, from the mm-hmm. art style all the way down to the story. Uh, and the DLC just came out a few weeks ago, and I just started playing that. Um, but the core game itself, I don't think I'd put any more time into any other game this year. It's it's like the third platinum trophy I've ever gotten on a mm-hmm. PlayStation title. So uh, I can't wait to see what they do, maybe, with that in the future. I know... That Miyazaki has said that you know Dark Souls three will be the end of uh, end of that. I don't know if that means that the end of of, of Bloodborne, but mm-hmm. if it is, you know at least I'll have that game uh, and its DLC. But I hope they do more with that setting. And that mm-hmm. I hope we I hope we see another Bloodborne someday. Uh, yeah, because it is that good. It's incredible. Um, if you don't like those kind of games, I don't know. That's not going to change your mind. Yeah, I, I, I am. I'm a testament it's, to that because I really tried to go into it. I wasn't a big fan of either of the Souls games. I yeah. thought I'd try this one out, and no, it still really didn't it's hit. Not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's harder to get into than yeah. any of the Dark Souls games because, in, I don't know. In, in my opinion, that that first boss encounter, and you really can't even level up or do anything until you at least die at that first boss encounter, right? And you will die. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I think I'm the only one that really, at this table, that really put a lot of time into that. I'm looking at Vaughn. I don't know if Vaughn. I, I haven't all. played it, but I have watched a lot of it. I can, I can definitely see why you really like that game. The, the only, um, I guess, part of that game that I really didn't enjoy were the Chalice Dungeons. Mm-hmm. The kind of just same looking areas over and over. Yeah. But I, you know, I made it through that. Um, yeah, just to get those. Like two trophies I had left at the end of the game. Were those the uh, like randomly generated? Uh, they're not really random. So uh, when you get into a chalice dungeon, they they are not randomly generated. Oh, okay. However, I just thought I remember seeing something before the game came out that it was gonna have. There is a like version that. like you can keep going into those dungeons, and there are randomly generated parts that get you like weapons that you can only get down there. Mm-hmm. But at that point in the game, you're so invested in the weapon that you've been using for sixty hours, like the the notion of starting over and like putting levels into a new weapon like that's just crazy you really cannot do that in this game because it requires you know this one certain item that i mean you could you could kind of like not dupe it but there's a way that you can get this one item to basically master a weapon through those chalice dungeons by going into someone else's created dungeon by using their code 
Um, but the only natural way to get this one item that you need to like fully level up a weapon is to basically beat the entire game. You can only get it once per game. Mm -hmm. So if you want to master every single weapon in that game, you'd have to beat it like 10 times. Uh, or you could just go into someone's chalice dungeon and farm that particular item. But I, that didn't interest me at all. So pretty much playing through the entire game and the DLC, I'm just using the same weapon that I started the game with. You know, uh, which is just that scythe thing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, still fun, still good. No, I mean, I could totally see the appeal and where it's coming from. Unfortunately, just didn't grab me. Yeah. But obviously you, every time earlier this oh year, God. I logged into PS4. Still playing Bloodborne. Yep. Sometimes, though, I mean, uh, you know, you just you log in and you're like, it's at the menu for eight hours. I wasn't actually playing Bloodborne oh, really? all those times, you know. Or you dropped to Netflix and it still says you're playing Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. If it's, like, saved. Right. I'm gonna go back and play some Dark Souls One. I might Ooh. have to hook up the the PS3. PS3. Back Wait, that's a big that's screen. way back in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not a, way back, but game of the year. Thank you, From Software. Thank you, Miyazaki. Thank you, Sony. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great game. Awesome. Before we get to Neil, we'll take another email. This one comes in from my loving sister Alexa. She says, "Hello, Gameware Express. I'll probably be the only one to say this, but Armello is my game of the year." It's pretty much one of the only games I was hyped to pick up other than Disney Infinity 3.0, ever since I found about it on Twitter one day. The gameplay and design is solid. I love the characters and the art and the concept. There's definitely some noticeable flaws in uh, version 1.0 on launch, but the dev team released uh, version 1.1, which fixed many of these issues, as well as introduced some new cards into the game. I can't wait to see what the devs do uh, next and how they uh, will improve the game. The only thing the game is missing for me personally is couch co-op in addition to online co-op. But given the concept and design, I understand why that's not an option at this moment. I love the game and I highly recommend it to anyone who enjoys strategy board games, card games, and RPGs. Did any of y'all get a chance to play Armello? Nope. I downloaded it, but I never had to play it because my, you know, my sister liked it so much. It seemed really cool, if you, again, if you like strategy board games mixed with kind of card games like Magic. But that's definitely one I still need to get to, and hopefully I will. Um, Neil? So, uh, my game of the year comes probably as no real surprise to anyone who knows me and knows games that I love. But uh, thank you, Kojima, for another amazing game, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Thank you, Kojima. Um, first of all, just the fact that he released something so near perfect, knowing what was happening to him. And it was also one of the few games that proved that as long as you put work into it, the PS3 360 version probably wouldn't be as terrible as your PS4 and Xbox One version. Um, but yeah. it was just an amazing game. Uh, you know, he, he redefined the stealth action genre again by adding open world elements to it. You know, um, and, and even... Like this one, just like four, you could play it non-stealth action if you wanted to. You just straight up go, you know, guns a-blazing if you wanted to. <laughs> um, and it just had a very captivating story. I, I love this era, the 80s, playing his big boss and seeing, you know, his rise and fall through everything. Um, and just like the throwbacks with the characters, like how... Um, you know, you get to you get you just get to see a lot of the old characters and um, who they were before Metal Gear Solid. Um, it, it was just awesome, uh, and, and I think a lot of the reason why I really liked it too was just the second part of it when you go to Africa reminds me so much of three, and three was just a shining glory in that series to me, and it 
it was just great because halfway through the game, you know, it's just this whole new element of like, oh yeah, I was in the desert and I could hide behind rocks and all this kind of stuff, but now I'm in the jungles again. And it was just awesome. And um, just elements like being able to full-ton anything once you level it up, you know, just running up to an enemy while they're on the Jeep and being like, you're mine, bitch. <laughs> and it taken away and uh, having to defend your base and just the, the timed elements they added to the game, like having to build nukes and everything to launch against other people globally. It's so, so much fun. So much fun. And uh, yeah. I, I honestly couldn't have asked for a better send down in the series. Mm-hmm. It was just so good. And, and the elements of, you know, adding your data from ground zeros. Right. You know, just little things like in ground zeros, there's a mission where you are have to take out or take, yeah, take out these guys named the, the hand and the eyes or, or the finger in the eyes. And, you know, <laughs> one's a sniper and one's his, his basically binoculars. But in that mission, I didn't kill them. I trained them and, uh, evac them mm-hmm. and they were in my save file part of my base and part of Whoa, my building really cool. in the phantom pain so just like cool elements like that how you know the game's transition to unlock and yeah i i just metal gear did it again it was amazing metal gear too good that is too good i thought i will play the metal gear solid games <laughs> before i leave this earth i promise so, sometimes <laughs> sometimes honestly though like it, it's getting almost to a point to like you know, if you say that about like Assassin's Creed and stuff like that, it's like, man, just play four. You know, like a lot of Metal Gear are... Solid with Metal Gear Solid, it's like, it's almost getting to the point to like just play five. That's what I've five heard from a lot so of people. Good. Just jump in. Who cares? Yeah, but I, I can't. I I can't. I can't do that. I need you to play can because the story's so convoluted and confusing that it doesn't by matter. T- <laughs> by time you play them all, you will understand. Okay, so you can just play so them in whatever you, order. You can just play them in whatever order, but okay. you you will understand it. As long as, well, I will say one of the big things is probably to play four as one of your last. Okay. Like, you can play two before one, and then if you play one, it'd be like, oh, yeah, I understand all they, they were referencing. But, mm-hmm. um, but no, I mean, yeah, I'd also recommend playing them in order because mm-hmm. they are amazing. In release order or canonical order? Release. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> that's a very big part of it. No, okay. I feel you. Cool. Metal Gear Solid Five. Metal Gear Solid Neil. Five. We have one more game of the year game of the year email in. This one comes from a friend of the show, Nick Seegers. It says, "Hey everyone, so I've given it some thought, and I think I know who I have to give my game of the year to. If I base it off time played, it would have to be Heroes of the Storm for being a great MOBA that is even still trying to break the genre and come up with new ideas and map mechanics to differentiate itself. However," I don't think it was the best game for me this year even still. So my game of the year for 2015 choice would definitely have to go to Splatoon. Nice. Between the constant updates on a weekly basis, events that pit players against each other uh, with tough decisions, and such unique and great game concept, it has drawn people to an incredible paces over seven or so months. I truly look forward to seeing this game continue to thrive and where they will take this brand new IP with the NX. Because let's face it, you know they will. I hope you all have a great show, and I love you all. So cool. Splatoon getting some more love. Splatoon is really, really good. I, it it was, almost made my top five. Yeah, it was tough. I really wanted to include it in there, but when I really sat down and think of it, I actually had a harder time coming up with the top ten than I thought because I started wanting to add more games in. Where a few weeks ago when I started looking at my list, it was like, oh god, I have blanks. I need to fill these blanks with something. <laughs> so Vaughn, Game of the Year. 
Well, my game of the year is a successor to a game called Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Power Battle Cars Rocket League. And I'm really surprised that, like, you guys didn't, like, mention, like, Rocket League, like, more when y'all first heard about it. Because, like, I was going to be like, hey, yo, I actually played the first game that was like this. Mm -hmm. But they I actually never heard of better. it. Never heard of it. <laughs> it's okay. Most people haven't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I actually uh, had the fortune of playing the first game at a friend's house on, I think it was the PlayStation 3. Yeah, PS3. Yeah. Like, way back in the day. I thought it was two for a second, but I remembered it was three. But yeah, it's it was a really fun game. And I was like, why don't more people own this? And then they decided to bust out Rocket League, and I was like, oh, my prayers have been answered. <laughs> <laughs> and I was able to get it for free, PlayStation Plus, like you know that good stuff. Yeah, and it's just a really fun game, like just playing soccer with cars it's so good <laughs> you, can, you don't even have to like play it like a lot at once you can just like play like one or two games be done for the day come back in you can just come back in at any time any day mm -hmm. whenever you want it's the perfect <laughs> i have i have 15 minutes before i have to leave let me get a couple rocket game rocket league games in yeah <laughs> so yeah, they're good sure they're good it's even an esport now which yeah. is really cool <laughs> improved the spectator mode which really helped with that and like Neil talked about, all of the the DLC they added on kept kept that game alive. Kept and it's like back. super successful. We talked like on the show like a couple of days ago that like it made twenty five fifty times. million dollars. Yeah, fifty million dollars on a two million dollar budget, yeah. which is insane. That's that's quite good. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. It's like I'm really excited to see like where that franchise is gonna go in the future. Definitely, I hope they keep the licensed DLC going. I love that. I love the how easy it is just to pick up and play. And Steven has a gif of the Simpsons pushing cars into a beach ball into a soccer net. Simpsons did, Simpsons did it. <laughs> Excellent. Good choice, Vaughn. It's a, it's a great choice. I love that game. <laughs> so I guess that leaves me uh, with my game of the year. And Vaughn nailed it. My game of the year is Rocket League. Yeah! Man, that game is just so good. So much love with Rocket League. I think that was the one game on all of our lists. So, game of the year. Game Rocket, of the Rocket League is too good. Game of the year. <laughs> Rocket League is too good. The fact that I had no idea what it was, Neil was telling me before I go to E3, check out Rocket League, I'm so hyped for it. And I said, what the fuck, what? <laughs> and then I played it, and I don't know, I, I tell the story a lot, I still get a tickle out of it. When I, the, the developer was showing it to me, and I told him that this is just a better version of that shitty Metroid game across the way, and he like smiled, like, I don't know. <laughs> And just playing it with the guy I was playing with, uh, we were just playing like 2v2. I was having so much fun. And when the game finally came out, that's the one game, like Steven said, that got me into a competitive multiplayer setting. I mean, aside from like Iron Banner with Destiny, which is still different. No. A little different. But the fact that I wanted to keep going, I wanted to keep playing Rocket League, and it's just that one more match kind of game. The and same thing that. 6 a.m. all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the same thing with Heroes of the Storm for me when I first started playing that, but Rocket League held me more, longer than Heroes of the Storm did, which brought it to my number one. It's just one more game. Oh, that was really good. I can't win. I can't end on a loss. And then you win. You're like, oh, I got MVP. I got to keep going. I got to keep riding this high. And yeah, next thing you know, it's, it's 6 a.m. So yeah, guys from Psyonix killed it. I, I hope this keeps going. I can't you know wait to see well. what, what Rocket League has for in the future. So there we go. That's our top quick five. quick story, actually, yeah. uh, with Rocket League Psionics. I actually thought that was the people who made like Destruction Derby and Destruction Derby 2 for oh, a long yeah. time. But Psychosis. It wasn't. Yeah, was Psychosis. Yeah. Very close. Very similar. Which is a Destruction Derby 2 was a game I loved. Yeah, I, mean, I love those games. 
PS1 launch era. <laughs> so before we get into uh, one of our newer features for Game of the Year that uh, we introduced last year, we're going to take another speak pipe, this time from front of the show, Scott Bezdek. Take it away, Scott. Hello, GameWare Express. It's your pal, Scott Bezdek. Um, calling in to wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that jazz. Um, I'm actually not going to be dropping my favorite games of the year. Um, a lot of the games on my list uh, weren't talked much about this year on the podcast, so I'm hoping maybe I can sneak in there in the next few weeks and maybe go into detail. You know me, I like to go long, so um, <laughs> plenty to talk about. But I thought instead I might drop my biggest disappointments this year, and maybe that would spur a conversation for you guys. Um, for me, there's an overall theme of uh, indie games that I, I really had high expectations for that didn't really pan out. Um, on my list of biggest disappointments uh, of indie games would be, for sure, Titan Souls, um, Axiom Verge, uh, Galaxy, The Magic Circle, uh, The Beginner's Guide, and Hotline Miami 2 were all ones I had pegged for top 10 of the year, um, and none of those really panned out for me. Um, most of them are actually really good, but they're just not near what I expected. So uh, what are y'all's biggest disappointments this year? Thanks for that call, Scott. So, okay, so flipping around a little bit, we just celebrated our favorite games of this year, so let's flip it around to some of our most disappointing games. First, let's go over his list, because Axiom Verge was one that, that kind of caught me off guard, because I'd heard so many good, good things about that game. It sounds like Scott wasn't too big of a fan. Did you, either any of y'all check out Axiom Verge? That's actually on not... my list of games I want to play next year. Really? So now yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should just <laughs> not play that game. Well, hopefully Wait for a sale. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm doing, right? Hopefully yeah. we'll be able to have Scott on in the next couple of weeks. We usually have him on around this time we of do, the year. Yeah. We didn't get a chance to, so hopefully we can have him expand on that. But yeah, uh, most disappointing game this um, year. You know, it didn't start off as disappointing to mm-hmm. me. Um, because I it was So Just Cause as a franchise has just been wow, like okay. dumb fun. Yeah, yeah. You know? And with Just Cause 3, I got it, uh, and it was fun and dumb and beautiful, and I tweeted that I was loving this game. And then at a certain point, it became unplayable. In what way? I mean, like, so to as you progress through Just Cause 3, you have to complete these little challenges to basically improve your equipment, uh, to, you know, basically level up all your gear. And, you know, you're playing through these challenges, and, yeah, you can get two or three stars, but knowing me, like, I, I want to get four or five. I'd really like to get five stars each time I play these one yeah. little. That was my big problem with Saints yeah. Row, as I always had to like at least get two well, or three on, or silver or gold on those challenges. So if you want to restart that challenge right after you fail it, okay, you can just retry it, but then it might take a minute to load. It might take five minutes to uh, load. And you're playing on PS4. Yeah, and at some point I'm like, well, I don't want to do this anymore, mm-hmm. like at all. Period. And oh. I just stopped. I'm never. I'm never gonna play it ever again. Is it was it the frequency of it? Because I know in Bloodborne, like those load times got a little long after you die. But I guess right. you die less than you're failing these challenges. Yeah, because when when I get these challenges, I mean, I was having to try, retry them like five, six, seven times. Oh right, you know? yeah. And it's just I want to get right back in there. Uh, I think a game like uh, Super Meat Boy, you know, if you can re- instantly reload after a fail and just keep trying, like there's no load time. You yeah. die in Super Meat Boy and you're right back into the game. Right, exactly. But in Just Cause, it, it was also the load times varied for no mm-hmm. reason. Like I, I couldn't figure out like why would it take maybe two minutes, mm-hmm. and then why would it take like four? I mean, yeah. It's the same thing. I'm doing exactly. the same thing. There was no. I'm hoping 
because I'm looking to get the PC version of that game. I'm sure there's there's no probably no issue. Yeah, at least I haven't heard. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you have an SSD, which, which I, know I do. You do. So that's a little disappointing to hear because I, I was wanting to check that game out. Yeah, hopefully for Christmas. I would love but... it if they maybe patch it and maybe mm-hmm. fix the load times on just those trials or just let me not do the trial. Well, I heard some not good things about the Xbox One version at points dipping down to 17 frames per second, yeah, four minute load times. The, like... And the frame rate issues on the PS4 version, I guess, when there's a lot of stuff going on, and that does happen a lot in this right. game. But I was so early in the game, I hadn't even gotten to a point where there would be these explosions that fill the entire screen. Yeah. You know? But so... what's sad is like that's what the game is yeah, built around. 100%. Like, so if, you is... want it to, if you want it to run smooth in one thing, you want it to be explosions. explosions. Right. Exactly. But the loads killed it for me. I mean, it mm-hmm. really, it really did make the game unplayable. Um, and I've never experienced a four-minute load time in Bloodborne. Maybe a minute and a half. Yeah, tops. Yeah, no, no, no I wasn't, I wasn't simulating so, that. And they're consistent. Yeah, it's yeah. about the same. Um, but yeah, so so sorry, Just Cause. I probably will not go back to that unless they do some kind of major patch, patch. or update. Yeah, yeah. So, it's not fun. Neil, so. Uh, besides being disappointed in myself and not playing a lot of games, <laughs> um, man, I wanted to love this game so much. Uh, The Witcher Three. Okay. Um, I know it was the Game Awards Game of the Year and all that kind of stuff, but I, I just I could not get past the controls. Um, I, I just felt like I was tugging a dog around on a leash the whole time, and I don't like when a game feels like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and the combat was pretty boring too um Mm. it it just didn't really capture me or captivate me and even for the four hours i was playing it the story wasn't captivating me at all it was a beautiful game i'll give it Uh, that i feel like i'm in the same camp as you like i never played a witcher game i played four or five hours and it just it didn't grab me yeah i fell off just never grabbed me and uh the the witcher 2 did the same thing to me Mm. i had heard so much good things about it and then you know, coming off of watching Game of Thrones and this game coming out, like I, I, I wanted to love it mm-hmm. so much, and uh, I, I just could not get into it. it. It just would not grab me. And, um, you know, unlike Steven, where the game was all because of its faults, this was just more. I, I didn't like it. There's nothing wrong, I guess, with that style of game. It just did not capture me. Fair enough. At all. Um. So yeah, I was just really disappointed, and because I wanted, I wanted to love it so much, mm-hmm. so much, but I couldn't. Vaughn, I also started out really liking this game, but the more I played it, the more it just overwhelmed me. It's like Xenoblade Chronicles X. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Pretty much my big gripe with it is that it's just way too big. <laughs> it is entirely too big. There's way too much to do, and there's way too much that you have to do. In order just to progress through the story, which is what I wanted to play in the first place, like you have to go through like so much, like side, so many side missions just to get to the proper level to do a main mission in the story, mm. and it's really easy to get lost because the world is so big, and you have like four or five different giant worlds that you have to go to. It's it's just a big clutter. <laughs> Man, y'all are y'all are killing me because those are the two games <laughs> I'm looking forward to. Getting for Christmas and playing through going into January. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it. It's, it's not for 3. me. You might like it, though, because you're already playing like an MMO. You're playing WoW at the moment, so you'll probably like it a lot. Okay. That's fair enough. Me, me, though, I don't like... I feel like... 
I feel like it's just way too big to like hold my attention for that long. Fair enough. What they need is a like Xenoblade Maker, where we can all make our own Xenoblade worlds, and then you just upload them and see if you can, you know, beat my boss that I made. Mario Stamp. I'm DLC. good, man. I'm working on a Xenoblade level where you just it's it's called Xenoblade. Don't touch the controller, and um, it'll auto complete itself right to the boss, and then it's gonna be beautiful. I, I worked on it for a lot. Of time. Oh. I'm good. I'm good on that too. Xenoblade <laughs> Maker coming to Nintendo Wii U next year. Um, for mine, it goes all the way back to I believe it was early February with uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. Oh, that beautiful game! It looks it gorgeous. Looks gorgeous, but you can't watch it. You actually yeah. can't. <laughs> I know. You have to look at the controller. Exactly, and that was the biggest thing. Was the whole game was awkward to play. You couldn't look at your like my TV, my big old TV. I had to look at the lady bitty gamepad to draw on it. It just wasn't fun you, to um, me. You, I understand. It. You need a system of like pulleys and mirrors that just <laughs> put a mirror over your gamepad, but under your like I don't know, put your hand in between there somehow. It, it was just so awkward, and I just couldn't get into it. And it was such a bummer because while it wasn't an official Kirby game, I and mean, we've had Canvas Curse back on the DS, yeah, yeah, two thousand five. The last Kirby game, Return to Dreamland, was great, but the one before that, which was not a real Kirby game, again, Epic Yarn, was kind of a dud. So it's a little too easy, right? You know? I exactly. Thought it was, I thought it was entirely too easy. I thought it was nice looking. No, again, <laughs> charming. Yeah, it's charming. Very charming, very cute, very you know good looking. But the gameplay itself was not there, and that's exactly how I feel with Rainbow Curse. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to that game because I love Kirby. We just need but... another like Kirby golf game. Dream <laughs> Yo, yeah. Dreamcourse so 2, I would be so hyped. Dreamcourse Maker. Dreamcourse Maker. I make the I would course. That would be a game I would play no matter how shitty the internet was. <laughs> this is like, I would just keep playing it. It's like, what's the best way to try to get a hole-in-one on this bullshit course? <laughs> Maybe... Uh, Hundred foot it. robot golf will have yeah. a uh, course maker option. <laughs> that would so, be phenomenal. Here we go. Thanks for that call, in, Scott. But let's uh, let's pick our spirits back up. Let's 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 get leave these disappointing games behind. Mature um, and all the disappointment. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> before no, the, I understand. Let's before we look forward to 2016, I want to know what 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 are some games that you didn't get a chance to play that you think you know would have would have been on your list. Um. <laughs> Uh, that list is long. Okay, yeah. let's let's yeah. keep. Okay, yeah. so the first one on my list is actually Witcher Three, <laughs> uh, because I put about twenty hours into Witcher Three. I really liked it. Yeah, um, I even got to like the the first, well, not the first huge, but the huge first huge area of the game. Yeah, it really opens up, and um, I really liked the way that for me, for the Witcher's side quests, actually felt like they had weight. Mm-hmm. So many times in an RPG, and especially a Western RPG, I feel like the the mini quests or the side quests, they're just by the numbers. There's for me, there's no point. Yeah. You know, go find mm-hmm. me five of this. No, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But for me, Witcher's side quests were more interesting than the main quest at some point. Like I'm finding this werewolf's lair. Well, I didn't even know it was a werewolf, right? Yeah. In this early part of the game where there's something wrong that's going on in this town, and then you end up going into this cave and he's only there at night. You know, the, all these things that just kind of add up to make this, for me, what could be the most impressive, most fun Western RPG I've ever played. So I really want to put more time into that and mm-hmm. kind of figure out, like, what is going on with, with the end of this arch. Right. This Geralt. His, it's the end of his story. in mm-hmm. So uh, what else do I have on my list? Uh, Divinity Original Sin, another Western RPG. 
Yes. Um, yes. I own yes. that on PS4 and started playing maybe five, ten hours into it and loved it. And just mm-hmm. I couldn't play anymore. Just time got away from me. Right. Um, but that game, the turn-based combat, the isometric view, it's gorgeous. The, the music's incredible. Um, yeah, it's just if you like a Boulder's Gate, like if you want like a modern uh, Planescape, not Planescape in the in the sense that it's you know, I mean, it, it, to me, it feels like a like a D and D game, mm-hmm. um, but more modern. So I uh, um, I got that on PC. I want to check it out. Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> I would love to even start playing that game. I haven't even started. But I own it. Uh, so Did you play Ground Zeroes? Uh, well, I want to replay it. I, actually, okay. the reason why I haven't played Five is because I want to go back and play through. Every Metal Gear game, I, think I want to do that. That's on my like. That's I, need my to, big I need to do that. Too. Life goals. Xenoblade Chronicles X yeah. is on my I, list. That's that on my list give too. It, give it a shot. I, I don't even probably, own that game yet. <laughs> you probably enjoy it more than me. I hear so. Santa Claus might be pretty good. Ooh, uh, Life is Strange. Yes, I, I played through about two hours of that, and I love it. And Vaughn, you need to play this game. Yeah, I've heard it, really good things. It's about coming it. on it's PS4. On like, I, I, I have it on PS4. No, it's like a disc. Oh right, it is. Yeah, I think in January. Uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. Yep, another one on my list. Yeah. I, I will be buying that on Xbox One along with D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die. Mm-hmm. And the last thing on my list is Splatoon. Ooh. Because it's a great game and I didn't play it that much. That's right. But get back on the Splatoon train. So there's a couple of Xbox One games on here, a um, couple of PS4 games, and a couple of Wii U games. So spread, spread around. that love. Perfect. Around. Nothing on 3DS. Mm. There wasn't a single game this year on 3DS that made my Game of the Year list. There wasn't a game that made my I wish I had played it list. There wasn't <laughs> a game that made my... It's like 3DS for me this year. Well, okay, I take that back. Badge Badge Arcade. <laughs> That's a 3DS game. But what happened? I'm not, I, what happened to 3DS this year? I don't know. I'm playing a game that came out three years ago on it. And that's yeah. really all I've played on my 3DS this year. Majora's Mask 3D Majora's was all Mask. I yeah, played. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's Majora's Mask. That's true. It's the same game. Yeah, it was great, but I mean... I I'm surprised that was not on before. either of y'all's list. Majora's Mask 3D. I, I kinda, well, it's because I, we played the original. Yeah, I kind of yeah, went for true. new. No, that's true. So, okay. Neil, what about you? So, just like Steven, a lot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess I'll put it into two categories. First category, what I played but need to want to get back into, mm-hmm. and uh, top of that list is Bloodborne. Okay. Um, I want like after giving up that game to get Witcher Three and being so disappointed in Witcher Three, I want Bloodborne back. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I I want to go through the trials and tribulations and. Being someone who did not like Demon Souls and Dark Souls, I thought they did a phenomenal job of. Even bringing you know me into that series, I, I love the setting, I love the story, and um, I for some reason I just wanted to love Witcher three more, so I got rid of the game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I want to get back into it. Um, I miss it, and it's probably the game I've been itching to go back and play the most this year. Um, and with that, another game that I got into, and this is surprising, but Witcher three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, not only because I just really do want to love it, but I hear they have patched and uh, changed control options yeah. to where you can actually like play yeah. the game where the control doesn't feel as leash pulling. Yeah, like and, dragging your and yeah, and uh, you know, I said I wasn't captivated by the story and everything, but I was five hours into a three hundred hour long RPG, <laughs> so I you know didn't really get too much of a chance. So 
biggest disappointment, but a game I really do want to go back and play. And I'll probably just wait till it's you know twenty bucks or so to pick it back up and give it. Sure, they'll come out with a game of the year edition with all the stuff. Yeah, I mean, stuff's free anyway. Yeah, I don't even need. Well, they have expansions coming out, which are not. Okay, I don't know about that. (laughs) So, and then of course, you know, I've gone another year without an Xbox One. So every great title that came out on Xbox (laughs) One, I really want to play. Peggle Two, Tony Hawk. No, that I could play that on PS4 if I wanted to. <laughs> but you know, Ori in the Blind Forest, uh, Rare Replay, Halo Five. I thought about um, Rare Replay being in my list because I do love that collection, but I didn't even. Uh, yeah. Again, yeah, like with yeah. Majora's Mask, it's just it's an odd thing because it's you so, know we it's love like, those games, but yeah. we don't need 2015 to tell yeah. you. <laughs> um, I keep telling people GameWare, like the you buy the Xbox One and it comes with 32 games. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, whoa, really? And I'm like, yeah, it's got this one disc that's 30 games and then. And you also get these other two games. That's funny. <laughs> then they leave. Then they leave. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, you know, I missed out on a lot of games on Wii U. Like, I really want to play Yoshi's Woolly World and yeah. Kirby, Kirby, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, Kirby and whatever it's called is a really good one. <laughs> one. Can I split my most disappointing game with also Yoshi's I'm, su- I'm surprised yeah, you didn't bring up Tony Hawk. Oh, to be honest. oh yeah, well I couldn't play it. That's why there was no that's, disappointment that's because that's the most disappointing you buy game with NBA. That's true. Yeah, Wooly World was also pretty disappointing for me too. Y'all just might have haters. Just what y'all right. are? Y'all just don't like being happy. <laughs> I love being happy. It's just no challenge in the game. <laughs> but a uh, number one game that I really, 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 really want to play was after watching Scott Bezdek play it. I want to play The Talos Principle. Ooh, yeah. That game just looks so good. Mm-hmm. So good. And I love philosophical stuff like that, and yeah. especially being hugely puzzle-driven and looks like it's very challenging. I just I really want to play that game so bad. And I think it's on sale for like 20 bucks. Well, no, it was... It was on sale, but I just I can't do just digital. Fuck just digital. Nah, I need my disc. Digital. I need my need my disc. I need my disc. So yeah, that's my awesome. I, I want to play and Sunset Overdrive still. Yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> I want to play that too. Yeah, I never yeah. got that. Uh, get that. Oh, now you can get it. Yeah, I have an Xbox One. <laughs> I bought it. Yep. I should buy Sunset you should, Overdrive. You should get, should. Over, you should get I Sunset should. Overdrive. Also bought Dead Rising Three and I haven't played that. Yeah, yeah I want to play that too. Play that. Vaughn, do you have like 18 games on this list too? I have a lot, but I don't think it's 18. Okay. <laughs> but like the number one game that I'm definitely looking forward to playing that I didn't get to play yet is Metal Gear Solid 5. Because mm-hmm. like <laughs> just watching other people play that game just made me fall in love with it. And it's 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 easily got the best dog in games ever in it. <laughs> yeah. You also owe it to Kojima to yes. play this game. <laughs> Everyone should play this game. Because like I played the first three Metal Gear Solid games. I never picked up four. I don't know why I haven't yet. I still want to play it. You and should. I, and, it I wanna, and I want to and I want to play five so much. Yeah, I know. And right? literally everything. <laughs> and it has a joke about Blu-ray on it. Yeah. Really? There's a Blu-ray <laughs> joke in Metal Gear Solid Four. Yeah, I've That's heard about funny. that. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really like been like too big into like Souls types of games, but Bloodborne, like hearing about it all the time, especially from Steven, makes me want to play it. Yeah, you should play that. So I'll definitely get into that at some point. Uh, what were Wait, other... Adam? Gonna get back into <laughs> Isn't it twenty bucks new now? Hell no. no? <laughs> Forty dollars. I thought it was twenty. I thought it would drop. Sorry, price. buddy. That's no. price. It's worth every penny. Yeah, <laughs> pennies from heaven. Yeah. I played a little bit of this game, but I haven't gotten to like play too much. Uh, Triforce Heroes came out this year, and oh, yeah. I'm like oh, right. I'm starting to work on like doing a video series with Big Vaughn and Renee. Mm-hmm. We, we just haven't been able to meet up that much, but we've we've been through one world, and like hopefully we'll get together and play it more soon. Yeah. It's a it's a fun game so far. <laughs> just seems like you really need three people to enjoy it. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially from all the reviews that I've heard. Yeah. Like, luckily, like we have a bunch of people in our circle to play with. It's true. So. <laughs> That's true. I don't think that we would ever be bored of playing it. At least I hope we wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did other people mention? I know there were like other Ooh, things. Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> I might try to pick that up back up again at some point. Maybe I'm just being too slow. Maybe I'm just bad. Let's <laughs> see. I mentioned Life is Strange. Yeah, Life is Strange. I like do that. that. You already played Ori, so yeah. Beyond Two Souls. That's Beyond Two kinda... Souls is coming out physically soon. Yeah. Uh, not really too big in the Fallout, so I think I'll. Dude, yeah, I'm with you there, uh, Vaughn. Tomb Raider? Yeah, yeah. I want to play that. That's coming to PC early next year and then PS4 later next year. Maybe I'll get the PS4 version. Yeah. That'd be good, right? <laughs> I mean, you do have an Xbox One. Yeah, but, you know, I don't press the, the video button on my remote. It's too difficult to <laughs> cycle to a different video option. Um, cool. And I'm oh. sure. I'm sure there's more, but I don't. No, for sure. I can't really think of any off the top of my head anymore at the moment. But all the big ones. NBA yeah. 2K16. <laughs> Want to see what's going on with Spike, Lee Spike Lee's story that he created? That's still that. at 49 percent on Adam's. <laughs> yeah, it's still oh, you're still installing. <laughs> yeah. it's any day now. It's gonna be great. Um, for my list, most of y'all named everything on my list. It's not as long. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Definitely want to play that. Or in the Blind Forest, Divinity. Original Sin. And I want to check out her story. I've heard a lot of good things yeah. about that. Yeah. I played that. I that it didn't make my top five, but mm-hmm. if we if I had a top ten, it would be on there. It would be on there. Yeah. That's something I definitely want to check out. I want to get more into Undertale and Undertale. Oh, did really I not good. I didn't I, say I, Undertale. That's, no, you didn't. That was supposed to be on my list. Yeah. Oh, Undertale. <laughs> I need to get more into I've that. It, it, well. it barely right. didn't make my top five though. But it's yeah. a really good game. It is really good. It's only seven dollars, right? That's right. Now. That's an undersale. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so, uh, once again, before we start looking forward to 2016, I have a little surprise for y'all. Hello! Have a little fun. Since it's the same crew we had last year for Game of the Year, I thought we'd revisit our most anticipated games for 2015. I went back and listened to our Game of the Year show from last year and pulled these. So, Stephen, we'll start with you. Okay. Your your most anticipated game for 2015 was Bloodborne, <laughs> which happened Man. to be your Game of the Year. So, good call there. Excellent. Um, Neil, you listed like eight things you're looking forward to this year. <laughs> you, your, your first one, your overall one. Was Mighty Number no. Nine? Yep. Which unfortunately oh, no, did not yeah. make. That should have been my biggest disappointment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rip Mighty Number no. Nine. You also listed Majora's Mask 3D, uh, Zelda Wii U, which Oops. also got delayed. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five, and the unnamed Destiny expansion pack. Comment. So, well, that's two out of yeah. Eight. yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> Both made my top five. Yeah. I think that was five. <laughs> uh, Vaughn, you st- uh, cited Star Fox, well, you know, which is now delayed. Star Fox Zero, <laughs> yeah. which has now been delayed into 2016. Yeah, so you two are not good sad. on your track records for games anticipated for 2015. It's, well, I mean, they were uh, supposed to come out. Right. Not my fault, buddy. <laughs> and, hold on, and neither am I. <laughs> because this is our third Game of the Year show, and for the third time, my most anticipated game <laughs> will be Persona 5. <laughs> just like last year, and just like in 2013. Yeah, you know. But to be fair, <laughs> there was the Slim Shot Persona 5 to be out in December this year, and it wasn't. Now it's supposed to come out in in June of next year. We'll see. I hope. 
so yeah, that that was that was a fun little little revisit to last year. So yeah, looking forward to 2016. My most anticipated game is Persona 5 for the third year in a row. Hopefully, for our game of the year 2016 show, it will not show up again unless it's in the number one spot. See Love you then. It. Oh, so we're doing most anticipated. Most anticipated well, of 2016. Um, little game called Dark Souls 3 Ooh. has to be in production. <laughs> uh, and that's exciting because I think Dark Souls 2 was my 2000, I don't know, or 13, 14, for 14, yeah, uh, one of those. <laughs> but you know that that game didn't have um, Mr. Miyazaki-san at the mm-hmm. helm, so maybe this one will be even better, and it'll be the last Dark Souls, so they can throw everything uh, in the kitchen sink uh, right into it. Yeah, it could be the the Dark Souls to end all Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. So I Ooh. seem to like those games. I don't know why. Yeah, you do. I seem to be a glutton for punishment. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, if I'm going to put another game in there, why not Persona 5? Because I actually think it will come out next year. <laughs> so, and also Fire Emblem. Uh, you know, there's so much great stuff yeah. that probably will actually come out next year. Mm-hmm. More Amiibo. Does that count? Yep. Amiibo is now a game. <laughs> Collect them all. You don't even like these things. Oh, uh, they're terrible. They're <laughs> terrible things. That Wolf Link. Wolf Link. Yeah, that's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh Neil. So oh man. Uh I'm looking forward to twenty sixteen. <laughs> um yeah, Okay, you well, know, you already listed like eight games last year. I'm making you you have to say one. New Robotron. Oh, I broke the rule. That's okay. I'm just giving Neil shit because last year he listed like six games. Well, if your it comes most out, anticipated Destiny. game. If it comes out, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay, it's yeah. definitely my most look forward to if it comes out in one of its three or so parts. Yes, yeah. you should, you should put one. a big if by it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, but I mean next year is going to be full of so many games. I want like Uncharted Four. That's what I thought and your answer would Ratchet be. Ratchet and Clank and yep. Mighty Number no. Nine. <laughs> and uh, but of what is supposed to come out next year, The Last Guardian. Ooh. Yeah, Shinma definitely. Twenty six, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, twenty sixteen stacked. I said we said this is last it, year. It, every year is stacked, and then everything gets delayed. Gets delayed yeah, know? March is always stacked. Yeah, it's like we got our, uh, we got to get these games out. Can't wait for Evolve two. Um, <laughs> well, you mean uh, Randy Petcher's game? Yeah, that's oh, basically Evolve shoving down our throats. Please, please buy my game. Yeah, I drop my ring. Vaughn. Oh. Uh, if I have to keep it to just one, which I won't because I have a lot of them that I'm also <laughs> looking forward to. But uh, my number one that I'm actually looking forward to next year is actually a game that's coming out of Japan in less than a month. And that is Odin Sphere Leiftrasir. Yeah. It's fancy language. Lots of spheres. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out in Japan. And it's going to be an awesome remake, updated graphics, better frame rates. Like, no frame drops during boss fights anymore, which is going to be nice. That's going to make those <laughs> fights harder. Yeah. That's fine. I'm okay with harder boss fights because, like, the new battle system that they have, new combat, is, like, based off of a couple of things from Dragon's Crown. Like, you can dodge now, which is cool. <laughs> can I still, like, cook my food and stuff? Yeah, you can still do all of that. Well, good, because that's yeah, what I wanted to do. It's going to be great. That's the only game in that series that I played to completion and likes. Nice. Yeah. But I'm also looking forward to Star Fox again. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it won't get pushed back again. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's Zelda Wii U. Mm-hmm. Probably Hollow That's not coming out. You think, <laughs> I don't think they can afford to push back Wii U games next year. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no Wii U after next year. Uh, Persona 5. Yeah. 
FF7 remake, if it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, maybe. <laughs> Madden 17. <laughs> Can't wait to see what Madden 27. Yeah. More expansions to Rocket League. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. should add a mode where you're like a person running around, like on a soccer field. <laughs> There's like 11 of you. With like like all physics. 11 uh, people. I want, I, want some, I want some different fields, if that's a possibility. Jelly field? Well, how about a field of water? Where you're like on a wave runner. That'd yeah. be cool. And there's waves. <laughs> That'd be really neat. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's World, because oh. that's coming out too. I'm looking more forward to Five Nights Universe. I think that the space <laughs> exploration could be interesting on that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot or galaxy, that, that might sorry. happen in 2016. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll never know. 2016, but... the year of uncertainty. Will it make the deadline? <laughs> but the, um, yeah, 2016 will probably be good. I think Banking so. On it. Gears of War. Oh, Gears of Four. Gears of Four. Yeah, <laughs> that's next year. They added next color. Year. They did. It's like uh, there's lightning and storms, Ooh. right? Wait, lightning? Not from Final Fantasy. No, Gears of yeah. Four. A Forza. Yeah, probably. Probably. Probably good. present three. Yeah, I mean, Persona 5, I mentioned earlier, was mine, but also Uncharted 4, Final Fantasy 15? Yeah, maybe? same day yeah. as Persona 5. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they put out a little survey hey, asking. Because uh, there's only one day we could release this. <laughs> yeah. We figured that, uh, maybe it's smart, because Square thinks that, well, if we release this game the day that the only other JRPG people want to come out, maybe they'll just buy, buy both, because they're already at the store. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, obviously, I'm excited for Fire Emblem Fates. Fates. And Uncharted 4. There's a lot of games. Yeah. yeah God of like of eight things. <laughs> God of 4. God. Next year is the year of 4s. Yeah. Oh, Did yeah. Poke, Poke Tournament, too. Poke. Poke Tournament Part 2 is coming out? <laughs> no, I never just... got the first one. <laughs> Didn't mean that. Tekken 7. So there's also Street Tekken Fighter 5. 7. Street King of yeah, Fighters 15. Yeah, Street Fighter 5. 14. KOF 14. All the fighting games. Ooh, fighting games return. Yeah. Blaze, Blaze Blue CF. More Blaze Blue. Uh, Guilty Gear, Gear. Exer 2. Ooh, that's only played Guilty Gear Smash Gear 6. <laughs> five, I skip that, the fifth They one. have to be five first. Right. <laughs> so yeah, obviously there's a lot of games we're looking forward to it's for next year. just way too many games. It's going to be great. So, that's it, gentlemen. What? 2015 is in the books. It's over. That's it. I never got to play anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's too busy. Hopefully 2016 you'll be able to play more games that came like, out two years more ago. Bloodborne. More Bloodborne. Still got to get all the trophies on the DLC. <laughs> That's true. You I'm are getting destroyed. Long. Yeah. Like a level 190. Whoa. At this point, levels don't matter. Yeah. It's like, just, it's the way you play the game, not mm. how much HP you have. Yeah. Like, just die out. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, a great year. I've yeah. really enjoyed discussing games this year. I know that towards the end of it, I wasn't around as much. Mm-hmm. How we all get busy. I appreciate y'all coming by every week to do this. Yeah. And we're still going 100, almost 110 episodes strong. Yeah. We just do this for fun. We're buying these games with our own money. Well, like I mean, I'm getting paid to do this. Except <laughs> <laughs> Rock Band. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, full disclosure. <laughs> full disclosure. Rock Band, rock band. And, and Amplitude. <laughs> oh, no, and we could talk about Amplitude. We are not. We didn't get Amplitude. No, we backed it. We backed yeah, it, but still, we paid for it. Right. You know. So... That's it, y'all. Oh, I have oh, one more announcement. One more announcement. Um, today's my last day at Harmonix, so <laughs> I'm no longer going to be working at Harmonix, uh, but I've enjoyed every moment that I've been there. And I'll be, be sad to see you go. Somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I just want to let everyone know, it's not at Harmonix anymore. So, <laughs> I enjoyed it, though. 
Definitely. Met some good people. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Hope everyone has a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. That's been 2015. This is your Gameware Express Game of the Year show. We'll see you in 2016.